welcome to the Starsology Astrology Podcast. I'm your host, Alison Price. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about using moon phases in your creative projects. So as astrologers, we, we know that there are eight lunar phases, and we will be doing a full episode about each phase in the future. But in the meantime, I just wanted to chat with you about um, the actual principle of phase with creative projects. And when I say projects, I mean uh, creative projects, which other perhaps other than astrology, uh, such as artworks, art challenges, writing, cooking, gardening, or uh, crocheting, which is something that I'm quite interested in, or other things that you're working on, your projects that you're actually doing. Um, because of what I've been realizing is that some projects may just wither on the vine, never to see the light of day, and they are at a different phase. So I like to follow the natural cycles. I've spoken about this before, the cycle of the sun, where you've got the solstices coming twice a year. You've got the two equinoxes as well. And also within that, we then have the, the lunar cycle, which is the monthly cycle. And within that lunar cycle, there are eight phases. So that's what I'm just going to be having a quick look at uh, today. But talking about them as the actual principles of phase and what phases things are in, um, if you have creative projects. So looking at the moon, the moon takes about a month or call it four weeks to orbit the earth. And as it does so, we see more or less light reflected from the moon. So it starts off at the, um, the conjunction with the sun. It's in the dark phase. We can't see the moon at all. And then during the first week, it will the light starts to grow and it grows to its fullness at the full moon. That's when we see most of the light of the moon. And then it starts to wane down afterwards as well. So during the course of the month, the light is either growing or diminishing. And this is symbolic. And within that, we then have uh, our different phases. And I have a few uh, phase keywords I'd like to just run past you just to get an idea of wh where I'm going with what I'm trying to say here. So some lunar phase keywords for the first phase, which is the new moon phase. My uh, three keywords I have was instinct, emergence and subjective. The crescent phase, my keywords are forwards, self-belief, and eager confidence. For the first quarter phase, my keywords are constructive growth, forceful, and crisis of action. In the gibbous phase, my keywords are contribution, overcome, and perfection. In the full moon phase, my keywords are clarity, mature, and illumination. The keywords for the disseminating phase are transmitting information, knowledge dispersal, and conveying awareness. My keywords for the last quarter phase are crisis in consciousness, pioneering, and reorientation. And my keywords for the balsamic phase are release, surrender, and closure. So what I'm really thinking about here is that if you have um, multiple projects, creative projects, as I do, um, each of these projects that I perhaps will be working on at any one time will be in a different phase within that project. And the type of projects I'm talking about are um, some art projects. I might be doing a challenge and I'm going to put a link there to my art channel. Um, astrologically, I may be working on the horoscopes for the month and that is a project in itself. Perhaps I am working on a, some ideas for some books 
or a talk I'll be giving. I may also be considering um, one of my crochet projects. I have multiple crochet projects on the go. I've got the small one, the medium one, and the, and the monster project. And each of these projects that I tend to be working on are actually at different phases within the project. Now, I'm the sort of person that I wake up and I've got a million ideas and I perhaps will pick one and say, can I develop this further? Is this something that people would be interested in? Should I go down this road and write some text, uh, write, a, write a blog post or put, a, put some art together or make something? Perhaps if you're in, into cooking or gardening, it would be the same thing. You'd be saying, can I lay out this herb garden? This is going to take you know six months for it to for, the, for it to come to fruition. But the point is that the planning and the project and the idea and finding the site to do it within your space is part of the project it's, itself. So I would assume that most people would have several things on the go at, and they will be at different phases within their projects. And this is what I'm talking about, how the actual, the nature of phase itself, which we immediately relate back to the lunar phases, can be apply to other things as well. So if we're just going to have a looking at some of these stages of phases, we can realize that there will there is more likely to you are more likely to have multiple projects in the seed phase, in the in the new phase as it were, because these are still ideas that are coming forward. And only the projects that make it all the way through to the absolute end to the balsamic phase there would be far less of those because we only produce so many things. So say if you were writing a book, for instance, um, you may have many ideas about books that you want to write, but only one will actually make it to the final point. Um, but, but you could have multiple ideas going on within the seed phase. So the later phase would have less projects because they either get killed off or you decide that's not really what I want to do. Um, and then the earlier phases would have more projects within it. And this is really what I'm saying, that if you have multiple creative projects going at once, they'll each be in different phases to each other. So what I've done is I've um, got some ideas here about um, deciding which phase your projects would be in, whatever your projects are. I mean, you could be planning a wedding or something like that. And But the, the actual pattern of how it develops is the same as the phase. So that's what I'm, I want to talk about now. So Let's have a look at the first one. So the seed phase, which would be the new moon phase, this is where the ideas are. Uh, this is where your ideas are born. These are the seed moments when ideas drift into your mind and ideas can come to you any time of the day. And the knack here is to capture these fleeting ideas. Now, dreams are a great source for ideas. Um, dreams you have at night and, of course, daydreaming. This is when ideas come to us. So the idea is to capture all the ideas at this point, because we do not know which of these is actually going to make it to the end. Then we get the sprout phase. This is the crescent phase where you can cultivate ideas you already have. So here you're going to allow your seeds to germinate and sprout into the first leaf. This is the symbol of the crescent phase. You've just got the one little shoot coming up with two little leaves and you don't quite know where this is going. Um, it's a very delicate time and things are still touch and go at this point where you might decide to kill the thing off or just because you ignore it, it dies naturally. Projects that make it through will be tended at this point, but others will just wither on the vine and it's like those pot plants you have in your in your, in your 
apartment. I've got some here. And I think I've got all the best intentions of keeping them alive. But I turn around and suddenly they're just all the leaves are hanging over the side of the pot. So they just didn't make it past that crescent phase. So the next phase is the experimentation phase. And this is your first quarter phase. So this comes at the first square. In this phase, you're trying uh, different techniques and methods. Um, and you here now you already have a slightly robust idea or project. And now you can give it a bit of a stress test to decide, can I, is this going to work? Is this going to stand up? And there'll be a lot of tinkering going on because maybe you're working on your outlines, your designs, or, or if it's artwork, you, you're doing some um, preliminary sketches, preliminary drawings, and changes can still be made. So it's, it's, a, it's a time for tinkering at this point. Then we get onto the prototype phase, which is related to the gibbous phase. Now you've got examples in hand. You've actually got something to chew on and you can iron out your wrinkles now. You can see the glimmer of the potential in your project. Maybe you're doing a sewing project and you're deciding, I'm going to make this coat or something. And you decide that now this is the point where, yes, I can see it does need sleeves. I need to put deeper pockets or something. But you've got an example in hand. You've gone that far down the project that you've got prototypes. Now, at this point, you still be making these projects private because you're not, you're still not 100% sure if you're going to take it through to the finish line. So you're only going to be sharing your vision with your nearest and dearest as you don't want the whole thing to fizzle out from negative thinking, which you can frequently receive from others. So it's a time where things are, I want to call these, if you're in the, in the handcrafting world, this is your work in progress thing. You've got half a scarf, half a hat knitted, or half a painting done. Um, this is where we are. So you actually uh, be able to uh, stress test and um, decide if you want to take it further. Because your projects can drop at any time, uh, drop out of, at any time. Then we get to the crafting phase. This is the full moon phase. Now the actual focus is here. This is the culmination phase. And you can clearly see the strengths and the flaws in your project. You've got a fully fledged project or fully fledged prototype now that is working and you can actually see what this end result is like. And at this point, you can now decide if it has potential and whether you can still take it further on. This is where you are in the, in the cycle of phase we are talking about. This is the early fruit that's coming through and you may be getting some um, good responses at this point. Next, we will get to the marketing phase. Now, this is the disseminating lunar phase, where you're going to be now spreading the news. You're going to be talking to your to your beta testers. If it's your, say you're doing a crochet pattern, you or um, some other, if you did a course or something, you would get your beta testers in to work through it to check it out. You get your pattern testers in or your recipe testers, um, and at this point, you can soft launch to a very small audience and gently talk up the upcoming project. It's a, it's a phase where you're, you're starting to put the word out there, spreading the news through the disseminating phase. And this is where you will find your disciples. You may uh, seek some backers or collaborators who can spread the word on your behalf. And now your close audience gets behind the project. Uh, this can be a long phase as marketing and social media exposure can go on for a while. Obviously, it goes on a long time too. But this is the point where you haven't... Um, you haven't actually launched yet. You are still 
um, teasing it out and marketing and having your ideas and projects tested to see is this viable is this is this going to be what is the response i'm getting as i'm spreading the news in the disseminating phase next we get to the completion phase now this is the last quarter phase again it's the second uh, square this is now the public launch the official launch so say for instance you you decided well you're going to create a website and you're going to open your astrology business this this is an idea that comes to mind so after you've done all your planning and testing and your artwork and you've pulled it all together and you've got your 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 tech team on board there will then be a point of a public launch this is where you're going public you are offering a a cohesive um whatever it is your your pattern your recipe your artwork your your series of whatever it is your course your project or your website or something like that and you have got to this last quarter phase which is the public launch so it's all ready for sale at this point and the public can now review people you've never met before can now review and comment and buy and consume what you've created and people are at this point may lap up your offering because you've really gone all the way through the phases to get to this point and i've done this myself you've you've been hit by this stage you put in all the blood sweat and tears and everything you've got to get something to this point if it's a book launch or or whatever and now you're going to be getting comments you will be getting feedback um from your tribe both positive and negative and gracious off that it's you are now being uh, measured and reviewed at this completion phase and this is the last quarter phase of your project finally we get to the passive phase which is equals to the balsamic phase this is a time for recovery so this is the period of post project rest recovery and rejuvenation this is the time now to hibernate or take a vacation because you've done your launch uh, these are the moments after a project has launched or, or the art gallery showing is over or the book is out there and it's a time to let your project stand up and speak for itself you don't have to be constantly working on it tinkering on it or nurturing it at this stage it stands up by itself um but now we're at the balsamic phase and you yourself need to recover from all of this effort so without uh, further tinkering or attention your project now um is in the passive phase or we want to call it the passive income phase even and you get to take a break to rest relax and allow yourself time to refill your creative well now without this phase you may become burnt out and feel depleted this is the point so you need to take care to avoid going straight onto another monster project before you've actually recovered from the current one and realize too that you may have one large project that you are taking to the finishing line such as launching a website starting a course um offering a workshop or something like that but after that you you're not going to have me, uh, multiple projects at this point but you may still have other smaller projects coming up behind in the seed phase and the testing phase um um all those early wa- uh, waxing phases So it's not just that you just do one thing and finish and then turn around and say oh well what shall I do now there will be multiple projects if you are a creative person that you've got on the go on the hook um on the easel that you're working on um but this one big one after that has gone public and launched you do need to have this passive recovery phase to 
let yourself recover from it. And I know um, I've heard from people who do uh, astrology conferences and after the, the build up, build up, build up, build up to this monster conference, then they actually take two months off where nothing is happening to recover. And you do owe it to yourself once you've done one of these large um, creative projects to recover so you can move on to the next thing. So as someone who's got several multiple things on the go all at once, I am a big fan of journaling and um, I have different journals for astrology and art and crochet and what have you. And to help me remember all the features of these moon phases and how they relate to projects I may, I may or may not be working on, I've created a colourful journal page and I'm going to put a link to the website I'm talking about um, below these show notes. So I'm likely to see this journal page often about the, the lunar phases as I flip through and review where I am and what I'm planning to do next. And it's a visual way to bring focus to the different phases of each project that I'm working on at present. And uh, maybe you'd like to draw this image in your journal as well, if you are a journaler. So how long does a project take from start to finish? How long does a creative project take from start to finish? Well, clearly it depends what you're making. So say, for instance, if you're writing a book or a screenplay, it could take you a year. If you were planning a wedding, it could take you a year. But perhaps if you're creating a set of 12 calendar images, you could knock them out in three months. If you're crafting a crochet pattern or recipe, it could take one month. It just depends on, on, the, on the how big it all is. Um, any art project like that, or you want to do a series of cards for something or other, that would be less than a year, maybe three to one month, something like that. And um, the idea is that each project will have a different actually length of time. So the phase will not be as long for each project as it would be for other, but the actual the sequence of phase remains. So also do uh, bear in mind that everything takes longer than you think it's going to. I had brilliant ideas this earlier this year of doing an astrology course. And I thought, I'll have it out by March. Clearly, that isn't going to happen. We're looking at September at the moment. There is so much to uh, that it entails that I haven't considered. Um, so all of that comes into your project as well. But um, the fact that everything takes longer than you anticipate is just the way it's life, isn't it? So you do need to give yourself enough time to fully let your project germinate, develop, blossom and fruit. Not everything will come to the end um, and and be a final thing. But the idea is that if you have multiple ideas about things you've got on the go or things on your needles or things on your hook or things on the easel, that is what we are like, that you've got different things at different phases of development and some are just not going to make it and others may you may cycle back, you know, two years later and say, let me finish that thing. And then the time is right. But the principle of phase remains. So I've just got a, a couple of ideas here for types of projects that I'm talking about when I talk about creative phases, because it's not just all astrology. Astrology can be related to what you're doing in your actual life. So first up would be crochet patterns, because I do that as well. Planning a wedding, uh, painting a picture. This doesn't just happen in one day. You can't just knock out an artwork. Um, it will take some uh, planning. Uh, taking an art challenge. I, I'm a big fan of 30-day art challenges and seasonal art challenges too. Uh, writing a book. Now, that clearly could take a while. I've done it myself, and it, it can definitely take a year to get the whole thing together. Uh, making a series of images. So perhaps you want to do 12, I don't know, calendar images of the goddesses, as Arwen does, that would be a, a great thing to do. But that will not be done in one day, probably not in three months. It will probably take six months, if, if not longer. 
creating a course. Well, when I know exactly how long it takes, I'll let you know, because at the moment it's taking forever. How about re- uh, testing recipes for a book? If you're a cook and you want to do your Christmas recipe book or something, you're going to have to do all these testing of these recipes. And again, it can't all be done in one day, maybe not all in a month, but it will definitely need time to, it will need time for these projects to be tested. Building a blog. I'm working with a couple of women at the moment who are getting their blogs together, uh, building the, building their websites and on all the, all the background stuff that goes into that. It's huge to bring it all together with your mailing lists and all the rest of it. Where do you source your artwork? And all of these multiple things add time to the project. And my last um, offering here is building a YouTube channel. This, this is an ongoing um, thing. It's a pro- project I have too. But if you are working with anything like YouTube or you're doing a podcast, you start off in the seed phase and you may or may not make it to the end. And, um, and you may come back to it later. But the point is that as humans, we don't just have one project we're looking at. We've got multiple projects, maybe across different disciplines that we're working on at all times. But the, the principle of phase remains. And when you realize that, oh, I'm still in the seed phase with this because I'm just getting ideas, or you might be saying, well, I'm in the prototype phase for this crocheted hat or something, you then realize that, and then it can move forward from there, but it doesn't all need to just be uh, dismissed. So you, the idea is that if you've got multiple projects, if you're a creative person, and I do believe we all are, if you lean into your fifth house creativity, you lean into your quintile creativity and any Leo planets you have, which would be creative in general, you are likely to have multiple things on the go at once. And I don't want you to feel that you failed because you've got things that you haven't finished. The point being that not everything is going to make it to the end um, and you will have more projects in the seed phase than you will in the final phase. And that's really what I wanted to share with you today. So this is one of those things where astrology itself, you don't need to be an astrologer to be able to make benefit from it. Um, There are many um, aspects of astrology, such as lunar phases, where you can get an understanding of how the cycles of life are. These are natural cycles that we have. And when you lean into astrology, you get some ideas of how other that they can influence the cycles of projects you're working on, your creative projects and your creative work. So I urge you to um, consider where you are in some of your projects and, um, yeah, give it some thought. Now, if you found value in this episode, please do consider sharing it with anybody who may be interested. In the show notes, I'm going to be putting some links to my art blog and to my crochet blog, and for anyone who's interested, you can go through and see other types of things I work on as well, because it's not just astrology. We do live life here. And Arwen and I will be uh, doing a full-blown lunar phase episode soon. That's on the cards. That will be coming out this year. And um, once that will be great. Once we have that as there, you can listen to that too. So if you have any comments on what I was chatting about here today, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at starsology at gmail.com and our website is starsology.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm Alison Price and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for getting this far through the episode. I just want to take a moment to tell you about the two main options of my astrology services. So the first one is coaching. 
If you are an aspiring astrologer, and by that I mean someone who's perhaps a hobbyist astrologer or someone who's learning astrology or a student, or you've got a few books and you've been doing it for a while, but perhaps you need a little bit of help to bring it all together, then maybe getting some astrological coaching from me would be the answer for you. The astrology coaching I offer is a one-hour session on Zoom and it's tailored to answer your particular questions. For example, if you have issues with natal chart readings, we can go there. Or if you're having problems working with your forecasting, we can go there. Or even basic astrology stuff, or even getting yourself organized for your astrology business. The idea is that astrological coaching will answer your particular questions. It's tailored specifically to you and where you are in your astrological journey. And I'm happy to help you out with some guidance about how you can get going, what to focus on and what to dismiss. So that would be the astrological coaching for people trying to learn astrology. The second astrological service I offer is consultations. So this is for someone who perhaps doesn't know anything about astrology, but they just want to have their chart read or get their chart done. Call it what you will. So once more, this is a one-hour consultation over Zoom. I will interpret your chart, tell you about the main features, tell you about where the energy is flowing, and all the rest of what is entailed in a thorough natal chart interpretation. I can also add in some forecasting in there too, bearing in mind we only have one hour. So just in summary, I've got coaching for people who want to learn astrology and I've got uh, consultations for those who want to get an astrology reading done. I'm Alison Price from Starsology.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.